Hello. Hello, and welcome to Sign the NDA with your hosts, Talia and Gemma. Together, we are creating a judgment-free zone where you can share your deepest, darkest and most Lulu stories. But it doesn't stop there. This is a story-swapping Agony Aunt podcast, so we're right in the trenches there with you. My name is Gem. I'm a 23-year-old Leo, a dog mum, which is basically half my husband. And I'm here to provide the big sister vibes. I'm recently single, but now I'm engaged to myself. My name is Talia, I'm 21. I'm also very much a Leo. And I live by the words, ladies love yourself because this shit could get ugly. Thank you, Megan The Stallion. I like to think I can literally sweet talk anyone. So I'm gonna be here to provide you with for the plot energy because no risk, no story. Me and T have known each other for about 10 years now, so all the stories we tell, we've lived through together. And we're ready to give you the exact same support because, let's face it, your 20s can be thrilling in a bad way. And in a good way too. So, sit down, grab your cup of tea, glass of wine, or Talia's preference. My preference, a pint of gold. And let's shatter the stigma and And sign the NDA. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are we all? Are we good? Yeah. Happy Friday. Happy New Year. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> happy 2024. Um, the first episode we're filming. How exciting is that? I know. Bit more rapid. Long time coming. Kind of pooing my pants. But <laughs> we're good, honestly. We are good. Do you so, want to uh, introduce what today's podcast is for? So today's episode is called Why Didn't You Just Dump Me? Oh, we're going to be juicy. You just know we're about to fucking spill all the tea. You know it's about to hit the roof. Um, you're about to hear about our bad breakups. And people who have written in their bad breakup. We thought starting off the podcast, every episode, we will read our co-stars for the week. Gem, do you want to explain what co-star is? Okay, so basically, if you're not into astrology, just fucking skip, because this part is all about the stars. So basically, basically, co-star is an app that looks at your birth chart and tells you what you need to hear for the day. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's intense. It's spooky. You get at it 24-7. So obviously we're talking today about bad breakups and me and Tyler have both just opened our co-stars and been like, this one is a good one for today. Right, you go first, you go first. Are you sure? What does your co-star say? So it says, getting over someone doesn't always mean you stop loving them. (laughs) That is... I'm sorry, but why is it like full and just outed you right there? Especially considering what happened this morning. Oh, this morning we bumped into um, (laughs) Jeff's ex. (laughs) Yeah, the poor boy is about to be like spoken about on a podcast. And I saw him this morning. We had a good old chit chat, chinwag. And now your co-star says that. What does the description say? A little um, bit. Oh my God, okay. I've actually, my stomach's just turned. You're trying to force yourself to be interested, but you're just not. It isn't easy to believe you're desirable when you serve without limits. Why can't you assert your own needs? Why can't I assert Why my can't own needs? You? Remember to validate your own feelings and wishes as well as the other person's. So basically, I'm fucked up. But this is okay because <laughs> I do go to therapy. So it's okay, everybody. Do you, do you want to hear my Yes, fucking go. Because I've just been at it. So you deserve so it too. So mine says there is no way to have a boring relationship. <laughs> right my description is be a voice for others right now you feel ready to devote yourself to someone else's problems 
<laughs> I can't even devote my own. You don't always need to concentrate on your own needs to experience fulfillment. You can take it slow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, I nearly was the voice for you this morning when that old man was staring at you in the gym. That was a lot. I hate old men in the gym. Oh, they should be banned. Men. The gym should have an age. No, that's really controversial. It should. Okay, if you're over seventy, to wear short shorts as well. <laughs> oh my god. If you're over seventy and you decide you're going to go to the gym and perv on young women, like don't go and don't wear a Superman t-shirt either because it does not help that. <laughs> Biggest ick ever. Gross. I feel like that's a good place to start telling some stories, to be honest. I think so, too. Okay. Are you going to go first? Do you want to read the first one or do you want me to read the first one? Yeah. So, Slay. A listener has sent us her bad breakup story. We'll have a little discussion, a debrief, and see what we thought. I haven't read this story yet, so who knows what's going to come our way. I had my first love quite young. I was about 15. We went to the same school and mixed with the same group of friends. He was the most popular boy in our year. Anyway, think we started snapping and then he asked to meet me. Met up with him and I remember when he kissed me in my little head, I was thinking, oh my fucking God, he's kissing me. That's when we started the situationship. Oh God. Fuck situationship. I'm a situationship survivor, so I feel this one. This situationship lasted nine months. Ugh, I should have seen the red flags, but I was young. Incidents occurred with other girls during this time. Things like loads of texting other girls, rumours, and just general filthy behaviour. This is a 15, remember, as well. Anyway, I was in denial and ignored it all. Nine months down the line, he asks me to be his girlfriend. That's a very long time. That's a long courting stage. If it's longer than three months, I'm thinking you're boring. Actually, my problem is after three weeks, I get bored. Three days. Anyway, that's when shit hit the fan. Over the time I was with him, he cheated on me. Oh my God. With nine other girls. And nine? And those are the ones I know about. So there could have been more. I was shown pictures, videos, Heard rumours. I got a text and called by different girls. Oh my oh. God, so she'd heard it all from the girls. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I would stay after each one. Oh, oh. He was a manipulative narcissist who would promise me he would never do it again. He would write me love letters, bought my family presents. He even bought me Alexander McQueen's shoes. Oh my God. He is like guilt dripping out of shit. Yeah, that's so manipulative. I mean, keep the McQueen's. Wait, 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 <laughs> Gemma, Gemma, which I later found out to be fake. What a tosser. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. Not only is he giving like the most red flags ever, but he's also bought fake Alexander McQueen's. Oh my God. Has he fucked nine other women? Ew. And bought fake. Oh my God. One of the girls he cheated on me with was my best friend at the time they slept together twice on separate occasions once whilst i was on holiday she's 15 oh my i literally this is giving me like stomach somersaults i would confide in this girl for months about what he was putting me through and she sat there and listened knowing she'd fucked him twice i didn't find that out for months that was what tipped me over the edge and i finally broke up with him blocked him and my best friend. 
never spoke to them again. Now on to way be- bigger and better things. Slay. <laughs> Slay, firstly. Yes. Secondly, Jesus. Like, there's so much in that that's fucked up. I know. So, that's 15. 50. What I don't get is how these people think they have, well, have the confidence to do those type of things. I know. Like, how? How? Well, like, But then, actually, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, and I showed it to my mum, mm. and it was something like, if you find someone's behaviour so baffling, that's a positive thing because it shows that you and your right mind would never do it and shows yeah. how much of a good person you are. Yeah. So anyone out there, if you've experienced anyone's awful behaviour before and you think, yeah. how, why? Yeah. Because that's the biggest question I ask myself when yeah. someone's done something. It's just like, at the end of the day, you wouldn't do it yourself, so that's a good trait. Yeah. So. Yes. I think I think things like this it's so difficult because when you've been cheated on like nine times, nine times. a lot of your friends will sit there and be like why going back for more yeah. but hence why we created this podcast like I really 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 want young girls to realize like there is absolutely no shame we've all yeah. been there oh my god we yeah. all do it, especially you when you're learn. young yeah it's how you learn yeah. yeah exactly so I just yeah my heart really goes out to her because like fuck Fuck him. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> right. So not only did he cheat on her nine times that she knows about. Yeah. And she's been showing photos and videos of this, which is disgusting. Yeah. And he's not told her. The girls have. So not only has he done that, he's then bought her fake Alexander McQueen's, which is just really the icing on the cake. Okay. Jesus. My, this, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't get much lighter. Are you ready? Strap yeah. yourselves in. When I was 16... This is a common theme. We're all fucking young. Teenagers. Yeah. I feel like we learn when we grow up. But oh, anyway. Do. When I was 16, I had my first official boyfriend. We met through work. Let's call him Jack. Firstly, anyone you meet at work, do not fuck them. Okay? Work relationships do not work. We have been together a few months and I was very into him. While we were together, he went to a festival and was messaging me saying he wasn't enjoying himself. So I decided to, as a nice surprise, go and tidy and clean his room for him. As he just had some new furniture delivered and the place was a mess. While I was cleaning Jack's room, I found used condoms by the side of his bed. Oh my God. Which was strange because I was on the pill and had only ever slept with him so he didn't use condoms. Also, why would you leave used ones? I'm sorry, that is <laughs> disgusting. Does he have a bin? <laughs> like Clearly, this man has no hygiene. Uh, <laughs> so, not only is he potentially cheating on her, he also has zero hygiene. So, like, you're an ick. You're that disgusting. makes my toes curl. Ugh. Right. When he then came home from the festival, I questioned him about them. <clears throat> and he told me it was just a posh wank. Oh! Uh- Actually, I can't believe those words have just come out of my mouth. Posh wank. I wanted to believe him, so I buried it and moved on. Even though his number one best friend on Snapchat was another girl and not me. So she's like low-key in the back of her mind thinking he's cheating on her. But we've all been there. We've oh, all yeah. been like, yeah, I'm just going to ignore the red flags. I'm just going to ignore that. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're in, lo- in love and you're young. Right. It gets worse. So then... 
In the summer of that year, I went to America for five weeks to see some family. This was a trip I had booked before I met him and we even talked about him coming out to stay with me for a week. We spoke the whole time I was out there like normal. I was buying him presents while I was away, spoiling him and everything seemed fine. The week before I came home, he added a new girl to the work group chat. I thought this was a bit suspicious because why has he added her? We worked with a lot of other people, my brother being one of them. So why did Jack add her? So something's not adding up. No, the maths ain't mathin'. The maths ain't fucking mathin'. Two plus two is not five and that's what we're fucking getting. <laughs> that same week, my brother hosted a house party at my house and invited all of our work friends. Jack and the group chat girl went. I got a call from my brother the next day and he tells me that Jack has asked him to call me and break up with me. Her brother. Where has this boy's confidence? Brother. So he's a messy, he's unhygienic, he's a cheater, and he has no confidence. This is disturbing behavior. <laughs> Turns out the night before at the party, Jack and group chat girl have been making out in my house at my brother's party in front of all of our work colleagues. And that is why he asked my brother to dump me. In your house is well. Like the disrespect fucking the disrespect ew like in your own house yeah like, obviously it's disrespectful anyway but in your own house i then got home from america and had to work with all of them oh, oh. yeah because that's the double whammy so she's got to work with her brother oh, bloody her hell. ex-boyfriend her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend and her all working at the same place that's a tense work environment and this is why you don't fuck with people from work no I just can't, I, do you know what I can't get over in that story? Is how she finds these. Like, why would you leave them in your bed? That's disgusting. Bro, it's the fact that he used the excuse of a posh wank. <laughs> like, and, and then makes me say it on a podcast. <laughs> like, you're disgusting. That is disgusting. Also, who do you know that's ever had a posh wank? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, why would you do that? The sensitivities were. <laughs> It is. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about penises now. <laughs> Don't because I'm bomb. No. This podcast is purely for the girls, but if on the odd chance there is a boy out there listening, please never use the words posh wank, posh wank. in a sentence. <laughs> and if you use condoms, put them in the bin straight away. The semen. <laughs> oh my God, Gemma, please don't say that one again. <laughs> Right, are we transitioning now to your story? Because yeah. I want to hear yours oh, first. Oh my God, right. Now, obviously, I have fucking, like, I lived through this with Talia, but it was a while ago, so I'm yeah. gassed to hear Nearly it again. Nearly three years. Nearly three years. I've written it down, but I'm, like, going to just kind of explain it anyway as I go along. Use it as a prompt. So, are we ready? Slay, let's get Jesus into it. Christ. When I was 17, 18, I got into a relationship with you-know-who. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We met through both of our friends who were getting to know each other and through that we started to get to know each other too. After two months of seeing each other, he asked me to be his girlfriend and like the first four months were what I thought were great because obviously honeymoon stage, you're like, oh yeah, but basically I was wearing rose-tinted glasses um, and obviously missed all the red flags. Um, As you do, that's so normal. All the red flags can be saved for another podcast. So here we go. He had quite a few close friends that were girls which at the time I was like absolutely fine with like I got on with them really well they're all really friendly and some of them I still actually speak to like today because we did just get on really well but there was one girl that I always just had a bit of a weird feeling about and through one of his friends I found out actually this girl was 
the last girl he was seeing. So obviously I was a bit like, oh, okay. If they were seeing each other, there's clearly something there in the air that, do you know what I mean? I spoke to him about it because I found out through his friend. I didn't actually find out through him that he used to see her. Red flag. So I like brought it up and say that it just bothered me a little bit. And his response was, but if there was something there, I wouldn't be with you, would I? Don't need to worry about her. But I still always had a weird gut feeling, Mm. as you do. One weekend, he tells me he's going to the pub with his football lot. Yet when I look on his friend's Snapchat story, he's in fact out with the girl that he told me not to worry about. And I said to him, I was like, oh, like, thought you were going out with your football lot. Why are you fucking with her, bro? Um, And his response again was, plans change, don't they? Again, I was like, yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I'm not liking? I'm not liking the rhetorical questions. Yeah, that he's yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, it's like, are you, am I a child? Do you want me to go sit in the corner and think about what I've done? Yeah, don't be so because aggressive. At the time when I was 13, I did do that. <laughs> I'm thinking it was all my fault. Oh, babe. And that night, my gut was doing 360s. Something has happened. I don't know what it is, but I know something has gone on. So he didn't message me that whole night. When he yeah. got home, I said, oh, do you want to FaceTime me? And he was like, no, not really. I want to go to bed. And obviously <gasps> in my head, I'm thinking why like you always do picked up and the screen was black and i was like oh like where's your face and everything like that and he was like oh i'm tired don't want the light on basically hung up on me and i was just thinking in my head something something's not right here do you know what's fucked up though what like imagine being him in that situation where he's literally Mm. brought a girl back his girlfriend the girl knows he has a girlfriend his girlfriend is then facetiming him and he's still being a like for me Again, baffling, like we said earlier on, that would be my big wake-up call to be like, get the fuck out of my house, I'm not doing this. Yeah, because surely he's sat there thinking, she knows about this. Harley is clearly like being a bit weird now, ringing me, texting me, blah, 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 blah. So she clearly knows something's going on. So when I went to his a couple of days later, I asked how his pub night was, which I didn't get much response. Again, my gut was screaming and I wasn't too sure why, but I knew something wasn't right. So he went to football training and whilst he was gone, I decided... (laughs) to look through his texts on his Apple Watch. Prior to this point, I've never looked through anyone's phone at anyone's text because I never felt like a need to do it with him or anyone before. I was like, something's not right here. Something's not, I don't know. And I could see his little Apple Watch in the corner of the room. So I pick it up, go onto the text messages and see all these like phone calls that he'd been having with her, FaceTimes <sighs> that he's been having with her for like the past month. No. Go to text messages and from that night the text messages were I can't remember off like the top of my head, but the text messages were like, Oh, hurry up, open the door, I really need a wee. This is like like three in the morning. Oh my god. Saying like, Oh, let me in, um, like be quiet and things like oh, that. This is so, so she gross. did go basically back to his house. But yeah, thank God I listened to my gut. After that, I didn't need to know any more information because I knew from that moment on, I did not want to be with him. Mm. I confronted him, to which the response was your typical male response. You're a psycho for looking through my text messages. Yeah, but my gut was telling me different. So that's why I looked through them. I think my number one response now to you're a psycho in that situation would be, yeah, well, you're a cheat. Yeah. <laughs> I dug my kitty <laughs> to the side of his pretty little soup to four wheel drive. So yeah, I mean, I say I couldn't be with him. We kept seeing each other for like an extra month for certain reasons. Um, Which is getting yeah. penis. 
And this is the important bit. I didn't tell any of my friends about it because I knew deep down it was wrong. Darlings, if you are doing something and you are not telling your friends about it, you know you should not be doing it. So yeah, me and him then stopped speaking, kind of cut things off. And two weeks later, I found out he had a new girlfriend. Someone sent me a screenshot of his Instagram of him with this new girlfriend that they'd been on trips with and everything. So he'd clearly been getting to know her whilst he was still speaking to me um do you know what baffles me yeah. like having the nerve to go instagram official because from because yes. that's quite a big thing but well, he's clearly not thinking I'm obviously gonna find out anyway even like we've got mutual friends do you know what i mean yeah. i'm going to find out but yeah it literally felt like i was back at square one how can someone who was meant to love me one cheat on me with the girl who told me not to worry about mm. and to literally get to know someone new mm. whilst you're still speaking mm. to me like the actual cheek i'm over it now it's yeah. not good fuck fucking men um, and it is hard in it because it's like even though i know that should have never happened to me like i did not deserve that at all yeah it's made me realize like for the next relationship whenever that may be i know what i want what I don't want, mm. what I will put up with and mm. what I won't put up with. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And know like, okay, if there's any sort of red flags, bloody notice them and take, like, write them down and just run. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm definitely a stronger person now. Do you know what I mean? From it. Yeah. Which is like, it's weird. It's like, don't do that to me, but thanks. We always talk about rather than like being super, super angry it happened, like yeah. look at what you can learn from it. Yeah. Like I said, with the last stories, there's no shame in going back. We've all been there. There is no shame in looking through someone's text messages. If you have a gut feeling, then you end up being right. (laughs) But like, obviously, please try and remember you deserve the world. Like nobody deserves to be loved by someone who's going to cheat on them and treat them like shit. Do you know what? One thing in this relationship he said to me once that like stuck with me for quite a while was like, oh, you're just too much. I hate that. I know. Like too much what? Too yeah. much fun because you're fucking boring. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but tell them something I've learned from that is if someone says you're too much, just tell them to go and find less. Do you know what it is as well? I'm always like, if I'm too much for you, honey, then it's because you can't match my energy, so you're yeah. less than me. Yeah, fucking piped out. So, <laughs> oh my god. In true myself style, this is a very spicy story. Um, yeah, so just as a sizzle, little... Sizzle, Just a sizzle, sizzle. Bit of ASMR. No, that was <laughs> So if you don't like sex content, please fucking skip this story. I'd give it a good 10 minutes. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, Strap okay. yourselves in. So for some context, I started seeing this this guy when I was 17. So I was also a baby, right? Teenagers. But I'd known him since I was 16. We were friends for a year. We worked together. Fucking work. <laughs> Never fuck your co-workers. No. This was a situationship. So even though I class it and I speak about it now like it was a relationship, it was never a relationship. It was a very long situationship. So it still counts. It was two and a half years. We back fucking hell. <laughs> On and off for two and a half years. Long? Yeah. You, well, we that counts. That yeah. counts and we back you up on that one so now i've given you the context is the last time that we split up i was 19 at the time yeah we were at the works christmas party he'd brought one of his friends as well along with him so we're all partying lots of booze i was pretty pissed 
So the week before this party, he's been really, really off with me and he's basically not spoken to me. So I know something's going on. Oh, that gut feeling again. Yeah. His best friend pulls me to the side and he's like, look, this guy, we're going to call him Situation Ship Boy. He like thinks you're amazing. He thinks you're so great. He thinks you're 110% the right person, but it's the wrong time. I'm sorry, but that's just, why is he giving shit sandwich? Yeah. Like, oh my God, you're amazing. <laughs> but not right now. But you're amazing. Like, no, don't give me a shit sandwich. But remember, this is coming from his best friend. So this is not from the horse's mouth. True. So because I'm 19 and I'm a little bit of a, a dick, <laughs> I thought, do you know what? I'm definitely going to stay at this guy's house. Oh, for fun. Gemma. <laughs> it's weird because I know all of this. But, like, I just, we, we haven't spoken about it in so long. Yeah. Like, what actually happened. So it's just all springing back to me. Yeah. Yeah, this is where the story turns a bit spicy. We walk back to his house, get in. I'm fully outing myself now. I'm thinking, do you know what? Fuck you. If you're going to finish with me, I'm going to give you a memory that you're never going to forget. Yeah. 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 Slay. Go above. <laughs> Gaslight and gatekeep. <laughs> <laughs> Although, not going to lie, for any of our younger viewers listening out there, men that treat you like shit don't deserve king treatment. So never no. do this. Do not follow my advice. Do not follow this story. Don't. Anyway, I thought I'm going to give him a night to remember. So we're getting a little bit freaky, getting a little bit hot and heavy, whatever. We're upstairs in his, in his room. I literally thought it was coming and I can't listen to it. <laughs> I'm going to get on my fucking knees for this guy. But not just that. I've decided to wear a matching set. We're going to do it in front of a mirror. <laughs> Men don't deserve this. No. So never do this. No. Please, unless they're going to be like, they're going to treat you really nice. I was going to say, unless they're going to be your husband, but neither one gets married anymore. And also <laughs> not all husbands are nice people. No, so fast forward to the morning. Yeah. We've woken up together and I turn to him and I'm like, oh, do you know what? Your best friend told me the weirdest thing last night. He said to me that he thinks that we're right person, wrong time. And situationship boy looks at me and he goes... Yeah, I think that too. And so I was like, oh, bear in mind, I fully fucking expected this. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not actually dumb. Like, but like, there's still that bit of hope. It was the same with me and my ex. I knew he was drifting away and something was going wrong. The more I would be like, yeah. give him the king treatment. Because I'm like, you won't, love you won't, me. yeah, love me. Yeah. <laughs> so if they start putting in less effort, you realize. Even more or less. <laughs> even more or less. <laughs> realize that actually you don't want to stick around for someone who's not going to give you the same treatment you're giving them. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Oh my God, 100%. Yeah. But I want to talk a bit about right person, wrong time and why I think that is just such bullshit. Yeah, go on then. Firstly, because right person, wrong time, I do not think is a, is a legitimate thing. I think if it is the right person, you will always make time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even because, how little like that is. Yeah. If you want them as much as you say you do, you will make it work. Basically. Yeah. Because I know he was telling me right person, wrong time because he wanted to go out and experience more of life. Yeah. And like, I just think if I was the right person for him, he wouldn't have needed to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not me saying that it's a me thing because mm. it's not. That's a fucking him thing. Yeah. You know, like, I, for me, even though I was 19 at the time, for me, he was my right person. So the time never mattered. Yeah. And like, I'd have happily have kept him as like the only person I'd slept with. Like, I'd have happily married him and like only ever been in a relationship with him at the time. What if like... 
Mm. You're with someone and they like decide I need to move across the world. I think you make it work. Yeah. Genuinely, I think if you're madly in love with someone or if you think you could be madly in love with someone, you will make it work. There is never a wrong time. Like, I just think that timing is such fucking bullshit, to be honest. I think you can meet people and not be ready for them. I think that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But I think dating someone and then realizing it's not the right time is just bullshit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like you said, if you wanted this person as much as you said you do, you'd do anything for them. Do you know what I mean? You'd do anything for them. You'd get on your knees in front of a mirror for them. (laughs) In your sexiest underwear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty good place to wrap up, to be honest. Yeah. So what all round the takeaway with us today? Slay, she's a teacher. So listen to your fucking gut. Listen to your gut. Mm. I'm being serious. Mm. I'm not joking. Listen Mm. to your gut Mm -hmm. because it is never, ever, ever wrong. Having said that, we know it's so much easier said than done. Like it's so much easier said than done because I think like the beauty of this podcast one, hopefully we'll impart some wisdom on you that you'll understand what the fuck we're talking about. Two, hopefully it'll be entertaining as fuck and make you laugh. Three, hopefully it normalizes that everyone does it. Oh my God, There's yeah. no shame. Because we've all got to like go through experiences to find out what I want, what I don't mm. want and what I am not going to put up with. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's shit at the time, but everything will make sense in the future. Even if like... One moment in time when he said, I thought, oh my God, my world's completely over. Yeah. I've got got nothing left. But that was a lie. And it all makes sense now because I look back and think little 18 year old Tali had to experience that to have the confidence and the energy that she's got now and like Mm -hmm. knows knows what she wants. Sam Fender. I really am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And you've always said that since I've known you. I've always said that. I saw something the other day or someone said, no, you said it to me in the kitchen. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it stuck with me. Wisdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're like single and stuff and there was things you wanted to do in your relationship that they never did with you, go and do it with yourself. I was saying to Gem the other day, I feel like I haven't been on a date with myself in so long and she said well actually put it in your calendar and you will end up doing it so next weekend i'm gonna go and have lunch with myself with my book so to summarize trust your fucking gut but there's no shame in it if you ignore it yeah because we've all been there the world doesn't end when you're 19 date yourself date yourself you'll hear that out of our mouths quite a lot to be fair we're big solo date lovers Slay. Fucking slay. First podcast episode done. Bitches. I'm not going to lie, Gem. I am bursting for a week. No fucking <laughs> same, bro. I've been holding it in for ages. Thanks so much for sharing your stories with us. We hope it was a freeing experience for you. Keep writing them in so we can read them out and normalize your thrilling 20s. And remember, if you don't want to end up on the podcast, sign the NDA. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, the old whammy, and leave us a rating if you enjoyed this episode. 